time to jump from the past to the present. Join your hosts, Alan Price and Chris Vint, as they power up and analyze games from today in ORS Reviews. Now it's over to the reviewers exclusively on PopCultureNetwork.com. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 7 of Operation Retroshock Reviews. There's magic in the air this evening, magic in the air. <laughs> I am Alan Price, I'm alongside me. Very Kermit Frog. Is not Kermit the Frog, oh, but he is poof. equally as green. Oh, that's not nice. Is my co-host Christopher Vint. Hi. Happy 2012, everyone. Was it 2012? Yes. That was, uh, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. One more sleep till Christmas? No, there's no more Christmas. Oh, that's terrible. I know. Because it's New Year's now. It's 2012, Yay! everybody. <laughs> music to set in. <laughs> And to mark the new year, we have another ORS reviews for you. Our two games this evening, or today, or this morning, or wherever you are, and whatever time you are, depending on whether your iPhone gives you the right time, like mine. Uh, yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> okay, Mr. Partridge. Yes, as you can guess, everybody, Mr. Partridge is indeed again with us on today's show. Um, again, I can only apologise for his colourful uh, descriptions of things in the last ORS reviews. But it's very funny, but uh, it's, it's but it's quite hateful. Uh, whatever you say, <laughs> Mister Padres. Um, so yes, on today's show we have for you Assassin's Creed Revelations. On see, I want her there. Get me her now. <laughs> Is Assassin's Creed Revelations on Xbox 360, PS3, PC, etc., etc., uh, courtesy of our good friends at Ubisoft. Uh, next up after that is WWE 12, courtesy of our good friends at THQ. It is also available on all home consoles, that is the Xbox, the PS3, the Wii, and no doubt will eventually come over to the 3DS because WWE All-Stars has. Um, not in the UK though, if my memory serves me right. It hasn't reached 3DS here in the UK yet. No, that's correct. Um, but it is in the States, so no doubt uh, you'll be getting it on 3DS sooner rather than later. So, I am going to hand over to his Christmas here because he right. is the one who has played... A little bit off Assassin's Creed Revelations. Um, Just give them the backstory to the game, Chris. Um, it's stuff to do with like Altair and this is Enzio and stuff. What? You have to do better than that because this is for our friends at Ubisoft. Okay, um, really good game. This is obviously the fourth in the Assassin's Creed because um, you've had Assassin's Creed 1, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Revelations was the third one and now you've had Revelations. Um... Our good friend Game Vistoria, Luke and Dylan Cook are both big fans of Assassin's Creed. Yep. Um, I haven't really played the third one that much, so I don't really know a lot of the story. Mm-hmm. But from what I've played, the start of it is almost like you have his shadow, his ghost that you're yes. following, um, which is kind of a bit odd. Um, I haven't really had time to sit down and devote to it because mm-hmm. of our work schedule. And yeah, work has been pretty crazy. 
Yeah, but um, if you are a fan of Assassin's Creed and you do like the storyline and things like that, then there is obviously this, and you can get the collector's edition, which has some extra download content mm-hmm. as well. Available and, at all good retailers. And obviously you can't get the limited edition strategy guide. And stuff like that, yes. Yes, um, which are available for about twelve ninety nine. And there's also a... a, a uh, paper ba- a paper bound book um, available as well, which I saw up in Tesco's to you do always, with it. Assassin, Assassin's Creed always seems to bring out a wee book or something like that yeah. to do with their games, which is an, yeah. it's a nice touch because certain people prefer to have a wee read than anything else. They like to go in depth in terms of the book. Um, but before we actually go any further with Assassin's Creed, this game it got voted. Um, if memory serves me correctly, it got voted for best game trailer for the year. Because obviously in the trailer you see uh, Ezio um, travelling about the place on a boat, he's on a mountain range, and then he reaches this sort of um, abandoned sort of monastery city sort of place. Um, they have a bit of a fight outside and then he gets he gets dragged inside. And this is where pretty cool things happen in that he is, uh, as Chris blows his nose, um, he's dragged inside... They hook him up by the neck to a hangman's noose um, and they go to throw him off the edge of the building but Ezio being the cunning gentleman that he is um, decides no I'm not going to die with grace like this I'm going to fight my way out of here so he elbows the guy who's going to hang him in the face and then slips his way out of the rope and then wraps the rope around the guy's head and then jumps off the edge basically uh, pulling the other guy to his death and then Ezio lets go and lands on his feet puts his hood back up and thinks nothing off the day's work he has done um, so that's pretty cool um, I have been informed by uh, people who have been playing the PS3 version that um, something that is very typical of the PS3 is it has an insanely long uh, install time yeah, but with that, you don't you also get the um, the first Assassin's Creed on that disc as well? Uh, you get it with Xbox as well. Oh, do you? You get it with the both of them, and and in the limited edition, not in the normal edition, like uh, the one that game stocked the way there's normal edition. Yeah. There was the shiny covered one, like they did with the uh, Brotherhood and all as well. You still got Assassin's Creed in the normal or the limited one, though. You got it with either on the PS3. I only saw it pictured on the limited edition box, no, you got the shiny one. No, but, you got no. it for you got it for both of them. Right, so you did. Enough. No, I've, I've only really noticed the shiny boxes because that's mainly what games been selling. Is the kind of shiny covered one. Um, yes, <laughs> I don't know. No, Move, no. Shaking my left hand from side to side means shiny, apparently. Um, but I think it's a nice wee touch that they've gave you the original Assassin's Creed with it as well. Um, but uh, graphics in it look pretty outstanding to me. Like I remember when I first saw it, uh, the main big trailer for it at E3 there this year uh, gone there um, that. Uh, the graphics were something that really stood out to me, and the graphics are just as good as an in, on an in-game play point. Chris, if you please sit back, you're distracting me. Um, yes. So yes, um, calm yourself, sit down, relax. I'm sitting down. He hasn't even had a single ounce of sweets or anything, everybody. <laughs> Multiplayer is carried over, obviously, from Brotherhood, so you can still do online with this game. Um, obviously, we reviewed Driver earlier in uh, earlier in 2011. <clears throat> that it's the same with this one. You have a U Play account. It's very much like EA's online account. Uh, 
so if you're buying the game pre-owned um, just make sure to account for the fact that you will probably have to buy the Uplay code if you're going to go online. If you're not going to go online then that's fine, you won't really have to worry about that too much. As Chris burps. <sighs> I can only apologise. Um, but again, it's a wee bit like I think the best way to describe the Assassin's Creed is it's nearly a wee bit like uh, Life on Mars for over here because you kind of you go from present day backwards and all that. Yeah, sort of I never stuff. liked that about Assassin's Creed if they just kept it in that timeline. <coughs> Rather than jumping backwards and forwards, this is a bit silly. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a message from Twitter. Twitter from the Subman again. Yes, yes. Hello, Stevie. Says that's former Mister Sub Retro Shock or something. Former Mr. Sub to Mr. Retroshock. Why, thank you. Um, yes, shout out to Mr. Stevie. He had an injury on duty. Things you do for Subway. Um, I never get injured on the Subway. <coughs> no, sadly not. Uh, but you don't have to. You didn't have to dress up as a giant sub. Fun times, though. Um, again, with. This, these sort of games it happened with Batman as well it came out later on PC by a couple of weeks it's kind of you know it seems a bit odd that it gets delayed on the PC because <coughs> if what is it my, if this came out on Xbox and oh it was 15th or 16th of November wasn't it it was mid-November yeah it was 15th because it was the same week that Legend of Zelda came out yes that is true set on a Tuesday yep it was midweek, uh, yep. and then it came out on I think it was second of December or something like that. Yeah, it's only just literally come out. Yeah, it's it's, it's, so. it's not long out. It's you know about a month. Granny Annie, she died when I was a toddler. She used to make me chucky egg, uh, egg and butter chopped up in a bowl. <laughs> it's I'm sorry, guys. Um, <clears throat> but yes, the Assassin's Creed has it has a cult following. Like we can't uh, can't deny it that. Um, Luke Game Festoria had actually went to the Trafford Centre to game in the Trafford Centre for the midnight launch. He is that dedicated a man. He then went home and played right through the game, uh, drinking the fantastic Mountain Dew. Um, Mountain Dew, I'm going to try and get them as a sponsor. I just think that would be quite fun. <coughs> Good luck to you. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Uh, there is going to be downloadable content. Really? There. Yes, there is. Fantastic. <laughs> What's in it? Uh, Woo! Okay, calm down. Um, besides Bye. the usual, you play sort of stuff unlocking like you know artifact assault biscuits. and manhunt and stuff. And Do you unlock biscuits? No, there's no biscuits. First, the first DLC that has been announced is called the Ancestors Character Pack that will be released. Uh, well, it should actually be released by now, so it should. Um, but you never know with these things that can get delayed and pushed back. The character pack will include four new multiplayer characters, which includes the Privateer, the Corsair, the Brigand, and the Gladiator. It will be available for 320 Microsoft points on the Xbox 360, or $399 on the PlayStation 3, which means it will probably be £4 in the UK, which means we'll get ripped off even more. The second DLC pack is announced to be a Mediterranean Traveller map pack, which will be available at the end (coughs) of January. And will cost the same price as the first one. So yes, more downloadable content. So if you are into your Assassin's Creed, that will be for you. Um, we are actually going to get some uh, custom feedback eventually for this from the likes of Luke or uh, others. 
because they are the diehards, we want to hear from the diehard fans. So, I will say that is Assassin's Creed pretty much sorted. Because um, Chris is fading over here. <laughs> um, I would probably rate this game based on you know what I've played of it. Probably about a... I will go for a 8. That's what I was going to go for an 8. Yeah, yep. yet that's it's a fair enough score. It's yeah. absolutely fine. Yep. It is a sort of it's a B. <coughs> I would say it's a B plus. Yeah, it's a B better. plus. Um, good, but just needs to take that one extra step to go to the next level. The only thing I would say is they are great games, the Assassin's Creed games that Ubisoft are making. They put the effort into them. Um, they don't ignore the series. The one thing that has had me slightly worried the last couple of years is all of a sudden once number two proved being really really popular. Yeah. You've got these two in very, very quick succession. You've got they've, one a year, near enough. They've came out one a year, so yeah. we're getting into sort of FIFA territory and here. These are the only games that um, Ubisoft do that never get delayed, because you look yeah. Driver was delayed, Ghost Recon was delayed. Mm-hmm. Splinter Cell was delayed. It seems to be a case of they'll just keep this mm. as their main one. Yeah, this seems to be their main focus. So that they have this for the tail end of the year, and then have something for the start for like about the March-April <laughs> time, yeah. the beginning of the which, new tax year. Which I'm sure they're hoping is going to be go streak on for the new financial year but I prefer um, I'm more looking forward to the new Rainbow Six than it would be go streak on yeah Rainbow Six is going to be good but it's probably not until 2013 like I've um, forgotten about it by now uh, <coughs> it'll, it'll probably be show up at Game Fest 2012 so that'll be interesting enough so it will um, but there's going to be a lot coming out in that sort of you know quarter one quarter two period of next Rest year the that's what I was going to mention. So you're go- they're going to have a lot of competition in Ubisoft when it comes to this time period because you're going to have Mass Effect 3 is the start of March. You have Resident Evil is the end of March. You Final have Fantasy. Prototype 2s in this time slot April. as well. It's the beginning of April. Time Final Fantasy Soul Calibur. Exactly. There is a lot going to be coming out in this early period slot of 2012. Star Wars Knights of the Round Table. That's what? Star Wars Knights of the Round Table. I think that's wrong. <laughs> Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> Look it up. You have the Star- Skywalker teams up with Arthur. Oh dear. Star Wars Connect will be coming out. Oh well there you go. We say you was right. So you will. <coughs> um, with the special Star Wars Xbox 360. Uh, it's the only way you're going to be able to get Connect in white apparently. Um, if it sells good enough, we you say it'll just come out in white as well, and we'll have to stock double of things that uh, will take up too much space. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Assassin's Creed, eight out of ten from the both of us, a B plus score. Good job, Ubisoft. Um, but we expect just that extra teeny bit more in the future. Take your time, don't rush them out. You know, give it a all, like for going to think. Um, moving on from Assassin's. Creed to THQ's WWE 12. So, first thing everybody will notice here is we have had a rebranding. Yes. Not only of the THQ logo this year, but the SmackDown name, the SmackDown versus Raw name is all completely gone now. We do no longer have the names that we knew at the beginning when it was SmackDown Know Your Role. Uh, Smackdown just bring it shut your then, mouth and then Smackdown versus Raw they are shut your mouth all, yes shut your mouth, uh, <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> they are all gone now 
and we are just in sort of FIFA territory in the sense of and it actually isn't a bad thing we're in FIFA territory where it's WWE 12 the way it's FIFA 12 or (coughs) or Madden 12 or NHL 12 it's like a sports game now I think this is an attempt to try and get taken slightly more seriously and I think that is reflected in the actual cover of the game itself because uh, first of all you have a certain Mr Randy Orton on the cover who is always notorious of being this sort of dark sort of sinister character even though he is a good guy to the crowd um, maybe not in his actions but the crowd like what he does he's that sort of he's not on an Austin level but he's that sort of tweener that everybody likes now um, but he is still sinister and will just boot people's heads off their shoulders and stuff um, but again and it's a very dark sort of uh, cover to it as well so it's all mixed in there um, I think the f- first kind of big thing we need to mention with this is the fact of the controller styles completely changed again in that uh, with the older ones the past ones from the couple of years you've been using your right analog stick and various other different things to do your moves I would have preferred it if they put it back to the way like Legends WrestleMania is, where it's all like button based. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have, you know, whenever you're doing your signature moves, you press like X, you press like Y, you press like B, and then you'll do your finisher that way. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred if they just they've stick. Brought, they've brought parts of that in. Yeah, but if they would stick to one instead of changing around year on year. Well, this is the said, this is the style they're going back to, and it's going to stay. Because basically the style that this game is in now when it comes to your controls is back to what it was a good couple of years ago in that uh, your A button's your grapple, your B button's your whip and all that sort of stuff. So you're back to what it was and it's simpler and it can be easily picked up by everybody. Um, But as Chris said, you've still got a bit of a style to it in the sense of what was in the Legends of WrestleMania game in that... Um, if you get beat up too much in a match, if your superstar has, yeah, there's the Skylanders, the starter pack on eBay for twenty nine ninety nine, but only has one figure. Oh dear, three ds. Uh, but uh, if you have a character that has come back, if you got beat up, if you're lying flat on the mat, you can hit Y, and then you'll be hitting like X, B, Y, blah blah blah, all those sort of buttons. And if you do it successfully, then you'll make your comeback and you'll get a finisher and all that sort of stuff. And you can do a John Cena comeback. Yeah, congratulations, everybody. Um, uh, Has the most characters ever in a WWE game. Has the most title belts ever in a WWE game. There's tons of title belts in this game. You have all the ones that you expect from nowadays. But you have the classic IC title belt. You have the uh, WCW World Heavyweight Championship. You have the Champion of Champions belt that was made up a couple of years ago. Hardcore belt. You have the Hardcore belt, you have the European belt, you have the old light heavyweight belt, you have the cruiserweight belt. Um, You have the old Attitude Era world title. Um, They're all in there. Oh, yes, and you have the old uh, WWE Undisputed belt, which I have, the one that is most common from the Eddie Guerrero era, before John Cena ruined it. Um, You know that belt's nearly been here ten years now. Oh. It's, it's crazy. It was like 2003 or something he brought it in. It's pretty mental. Um, but yeah, you've got also you've got the Breaking Point Submission mini game, which is sort of you know button mash to try and get your uh, submission in and all that sort of stuff. Uh, you can store your finisher again, which is good. It doesn't just fade away, so you don't feel as under pressure to have to hit your finisher. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can store the finisher. You can store up to three finishers actually, so you can, uh, which isn't know. too bad. Um, WWE Universe mode's a lot better in this, so it is. I didn't play WWE Universe mode in last year's WWE at all. 
um, because it just never appealed to me. This one uh, uh, this year is a lot better. Um, Road to WrestleMania is pretty cool. It's split up into three things. You've got villain, you've got uh, outsider, and you've got hero. It's Seamus, Triple H, and then a created character. Shame the created character has to be a set name and all uh, of Jacob Cass, voiced by Austin Aries before he got recontracted to TNA. Oh. Um, he did the uh, you know uh, ping pong ball you know motion capture and voiced for the character as well. Um, as, and of course, obviously, Road to WrestleMania isn't like it used to be in the sense of it was like, oh, well, let's go six months in the run up to WrestleMania. It actually takes place over about a year and a half to two years. So it's long enough. So it's a long enough time because, in it, uh, not to go too spoilerific, but you actually see Triple H beat Ric Flair's world title record. <laughs> um, will not surprise me if that actually happens in real life. He has a, I think it's two more to go until he beats it or something like that. Um, but this happens in the road to WrestleMania, and then he retires, cheeky devil. Uh, you've got the United Kingdom stable and all in here as well, which is Seamus, William Regal, Wade Barton, Drew McIntyre. There's you know loads of cool wee things. Um, you've got uh, still Extreme Rules matches back. You've got TLC tables. Everything's in here. The blood. Unfortunately, uh, is primarily set to off, but you can turn it back on if you're into your blood and gore and all that sort of stuff. Um, you've got plenty of legends in it this time. Um, you've got uh, Axis Smash, Demolition. You've got Animal Hawk, which is the Legion of Doom slash the Road Warriors. Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels is going to be download content. Um, you can't yeah. get him already. Uh, he's downloadable. Yeah, he's downloadable. Um, you've got obviously The Rock was a pre-order special in the UK with Game Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero's in it. Uh, you've got uh, Steve Austin as well. You know they're all they're all here. Got, so how many got? Well, Macho Man's coming. Macho Man's uh, coming. Uh, the DLC pack, the first DLC pack is Shawn Michaels, Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross, and Michael Cole. Oh. So basically, that's a case of they thought, let's put <coughs> Shawn Michaels in that pack and I'll yeah. sell that pack alone. Uh, you've got alternative tires available at the minute. Yeah, uh, you've got like, Road Warriors. You've got like Christian's WrestleMania 16 get up. And you've got Edge's older one as well. Um, you've got a load of Divas coming for DLC. You've Trish, you've Karma, you've Nikki and Brie Bella, you've Vicky Guerrero. Um, and you've got Alicia Fox. Um, it's nice that Alicia Fox is to be free. Uh, the third DLC pack is going to include uh, Randy Savage Mick Foley, Chris's favourite Brodus Clay, the man who can never seem to get on Raw no matter how much they've built him up, they've now stopped running his promos, sorry (laughs) Brodus but I think you're done, I know that you're probably hearing this all in January and he's probably debuted by now but this is the end of December so there you go Uh, but you're also getting Batista in that as well so I'll be happy enough with that um, me and Chris actually haven't had a chance to play with it. Um, we maybe will here after we've uh, finished recording. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> that's because Chris wants to go sleep. Um, I'll play Mass Effect too. <laughs> but I've been enjoying it quite a lot. Um, I'm one achievement away from getting a hundred percent, but some Egypt won't download my arena five times oh, for me. Sort off <laughs> to get me a hundred percent. But nonetheless, I have been enjoying it very very much is there nothing you want to add Chris because I'm talking a lot here um no surely there's something you've been enjoying about it 
or something that stood out to you? Because you've been, you've played it with Jamie and Tag Team and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, the graphics on it are, you know, like, just very much with every game that seems to be, you know, a series, you know, like FIFA or Madden or whatever, they do seem to bump the graphics up, which is no um, exception for this here. Mm -hmm. Graphics are very nice. Um, I don't know. It's it's a good enough game, so it is, but I would have liked to see... I would have liked to see, you know, like, obviously you can pay, like, 80 Microsoft points to unlock everything. That unlocks mm -hmm. all the belts, all yeah. the arenas, everything, which I did. But I think that should be a case of once you do that, then you should be getting the other DLC codes for free. Right. You know, because I've paid 80 points to download everything that they had, so now I'm going to have to pay more money. Or, like, Savage and Foley and stuff mm -hmm. come out. Um, but uh, I haven't played it online or anything. Um... I played it online once. It's all right. It's not too bad. Um, there was no lagging, which I was quite impressed with. Um, but uh, I think we'll round out WWE 12 here um, with the ratings. I would give it an eight out of a ten. Uh, I'd probably say seven point five because it's nothing really. It isn't groundbreaking. No, it's not nothing really revolutionary. It's just a case of here's another wrestling game for you. But I rated it a lot higher than last year's. Last year's I would have only gave like a six out of a ten, mm. so it'd be it was you know it was getting old, it was getting stale. I would have only played last year's for a couple of days, and I'd got bored with it and got rid of it. Uh, this time I've been playing it for a month and a bit now, and I'm still not tired of it. Um, so I'd give it an eight out of ten. Chris gave it a seven point five. Uh, in terms of uh, the general reviews out there, they're very very similar to ourselves. Um, IGN, I've actually given it a 9 out of 10. Uh, Game Informer only gave it a 5.5. They were very damning on it. Uh, Game Rankings uh, has it at 78% overall. Uh, Metacritic has it at 75 overall, so that's sort of your sort of bracket there, yeah. so it is. Um, so, you know, it's it's up and about there, so it is. Um, hopefully, they'll be able to take it to the next level next year. So, uh, do you want to have a quick word about Zelda? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, just consider this a little bonus everybody let's Chris have a wee talk about <laughs> The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword another one from Nintendo that we were slightly disappointed with at Game Fest yeah. but I'm sure Chris will explain to you all how he feels about the game now yeah well as Alan said you know like at Game Fest um, maybe it was a setting I don't know just wasn't really impressed with it the graphics didn't look very good um, upon playing it obviously um, as my good friend Jimmy told me with um, this here um, there was somebody on uh, Facebook or somebody said I was really looking forward to getting home to play it and kept putting several Facebook messages and then once he got home didn't realise that he had the needed the Motion Plus to play it oh bummer so you can obviously get a limited edition pack which comes with a gold remote uh, which has a Motion Plus which is normally about £20 more be extremely hard for you to get at this point yeah. in time um, and also everyone you get at the moment comes with a special um orchestral CD um, so that's obviously from the music from the um, live event like there was one over in London there which we were invited to but couldn't make it due to work yeah last, it, was a last minute. it was a day before like it was happening so oh, it made us cry um, but upon playing this the graphics on this are absolutely outstanding the music at the start of it like because um, obviously you find out like the relationship blossoming between Link and Zelda which is really really well done uh, until Zelda like disappears um, 
and then you find your way, you know, like you have to go around um, to different things to collect uh, stones to put in like a tablet thing. Um, but a very, very vibrant game, very beautiful game. The only part I don't like is whenever you're actually on the birds. There seems to be like, you know, in the Wind Waker you had your boat that you had to travel mm-hmm. from port to port on, which took for a while and this can take a while and you know like you have to constantly bring the map is a lot better than it is in Ocarina of Time because you can see where you have to go you can like set a beacon mm-hmm. and then if, you, if you're if you told you have to go to the northwest corner or whatever northeast corner then you can click that and then you can see where you're going and it'll actually show which way you're facing and stuff um, so that's pretty good um, I there, obviously with all of these you know you can get like the normal strategy guide or there is like a limited edition one which has like a cloth map I think it is mm-hmm. um, so it's pretty handy but it's a very you know like from what I've played of it and I've played it for maybe three or four hours um, I've or maybe a bit more I think it was maybe actually six or seven um, I've really really enjoyed it um, there's nothing that's been very very similar um, you see little nods you know like um, whenever you're doing the um there's a thing you have to do to catch something in order for Zelda to um, like spend an evening with you or some, something like that. It's not that way. Um, but they said that this is the 25th anniversary of this, which obviously harks to the 25th yeah. anniversary of that. Um, there's also a Goron, which actually encounter, so obviously they're mm-hmm. from Ocarina of Time. Yep. And there's also like little nodbacks to different Zelda games right. you know so it's it's nicely done that way what about the motion plus what's the motion plus like it's not that bad it's a pain in the backside though whenever you start it um, you have to set it on the floor to calibrate it and then you have to point at the screen and press A um, but there's like a new obviously with Zelda you know you have your bombs you have your catapults and you have that th- kind of thing there obviously is like a it's almost like a remote control like a bug thing mm-hmm. where you press the button you have to pilot it mm-hmm. <coughs> and there's certain parts wherever you have to like walk over a tightrope so you have to try and balance the remote mm-hmm. in order for him to walk otherwise he'll he'll not fall down but he'll hold on to the rope and then you have to like press yeah. the button to p- uh, press him up um, but I mean it's it's all it's weird to actually use the um, <coughs> the shield because you have to actually put the nunchuck up in order for him to raise the shield mm-hmm. now obviously if you want to swipe your sword you would just swipe it normally or you can spin both around and you'll do a spin in motion mm-hmm. or you could just jab you know like if you just want to go like that you just jab uh, yeah uh, exactly just like that uh, something you're used to um, so you can obviously do that there <coughs> and um, but yeah it's a very very nice game one that I wasn't after playing at Game Fest, you know, I think a lot of the games we played at Game Fest and weren't um, really thinking they would be up to snuff, apart from Metal Gear, obviously, which I can't see improving. Um, a lot of them have exceeded our expectations, the likes of Super Mario and Mario Kart, obviously, we, we knew about, and then this here <coughs> was kind of one that I didn't think I would enjoy as much as I did, but um, no, I have enjoyed it. Um, and obviously with the strategy guide it just um, it's spoiler free so it's not going to tell you um, what th- what does what but it's a lot handier if you're stuck and you're trying to find how to get uh, what I do next or where's this <laughs> key <coughs> it's a lot handier to do that and read that for where it is but it seems to be like uh, especially with like the Skyrim you know like it's a necessity to get like the strategy guide for it cool so what would you rate it out of 10? 9 a 9? yeah 
Well, <clears throat> I haven't unfortunately had a chance to play it. I didn't play it at Game Fest, uh, simply because Chris had kind of talked it down at Game Fest. Um, I gave the game straight to Chris here uh, when we got it, so I'll play it eventually no, uh, yeah. when he's done with it. I'll never be done with it. Yeah, forever. yeah, shut your face. It's my favorite. Uh, so I will get a go of it eventually. Um, and I will let you know what I think then um, but I would say pretty much my uh, opinion will be very similar to Chris's in the sense that it will probably be like a 9 out of 10 or whatever um, in terms of everybody else's opinion of the game uh, it has received <coughs> critical acclaim surprise surprise average rating of 93.81% on game rankings based on 42 reviews um uh, game stats has it at 10 out of 10 oneup.com has it a B plus oh that's a bit low uh, electronic gamers monthly is only give it an 8.5 edge magazine give it 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. normally they're they're very much like the Famitsu of you know the UK they yeah. are very harsh in games so a 10 out of 10 you know like really and Famitsu's gave it 40 out of 40 so that's good score from both those game spots game spots only give it a 7.5 IGN give it 10 out of 10 yeah you know these some of these uh, oh, the Daily Telegraph give it five stars. Some of these people just are a wee bit too critical. I never understand why on this year they never have like oh well they're official Nintendo magazine ninety eight percent. Yeah. Um, again, uh, we've mentioned the video game awards, the Spike Video Game Awards on ORS reviews, and it's a case of this game won best Wii game. I don't think there could be any other game could win it. It won best motion game, and it also the Legend of Zelda got inducted as the first game into the Video Game Hall of Fame. So. Not too bad a haul so far for The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. More to come, I'm sure, throughout 2012. Um, obviously, uh, in December, you've got the Minish Cap download came for those who were on the bas- ambas- Ambassadors game, even. Ambassador. Uh, uh, the Ambassadors game. Ambassador. And there's the Four Swords one as well came out for Ambassadors. So, it has been a good year for Zelda. There's been funny adverts with Robin Williams and his uh, hot, 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 hot daughter. Um, She's very nice. Um, So, yeah, um, positivity for Zelda. But um, I think that's it for another episode of ORS Reviews. So, that was Assassin's Creed, WE12, and Chris's opinion of The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. So, for episode 7, I have been Alan Price. I've been Chris Vint. And we shall catch you next time on one of our many shows, be it Operation Retroshock or S Reviews, WrestleShock or WrestleShock Reviews. Take care, we shall see you soon. Oh.